All things automotive with the petrol head, Nicole Smith. So before we even go into the petrol head and uh, all of that, don't forget that after nine o'clock, we will be having our 84 years old Jet Set Breakfast birthday competition giving away 8,400 Rand in September here on the show. And to stand a chance to be caller of the week and a finalist, we want you to SMS us, WhatsApp. Actually, it's WhatsApp. It's audio WhatsApp us now in order to be the tourist guide to your small town, your village, your dorpy. We want to hear what makes it amazing. We had some fantastic entries last week and uh, not everyone won, but you are welcome to enter again this week as well. If you think, man, I rocked it and I'm going to rock it again. So you WhatsApp us on 41, no, 0614 104 and da 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 just leave your audio telling us what makes the ultimate experience in your small town, your village, your dorpy, wherever it is that you live. Smoking, talking about small towns, villages and dorpies, Petrol Head with Nico Smith, your uh, winner last week, Petrol Head, was a Port uh, Alfred winner, which really is a small town. But actually, you too, pal. <laughs> Aren't you? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm fine. Where are you? I'm not in a small town. I'm in a big city called Pretoria. Oh, okay. I thought for for some reason I had this idea that you might be traveling. So does this mean oh, that no, you I are... I wish I could, but no, I'm at home. I'm at home. You're on the couch with coffee. Exactly. Yeah, we know you for that, <laughs> pal. That's great. So, Nico, yes. I've got a question from someone about cars that I'm going to give you a little bit later. Um, Sandy and Cape okay. Town. But I'll give that to you a little bit later because let's start with that 52-week challenge. The Lucky Alan, Roger, Roger, Polly, Temba, Hans, Jet Crew, Ian, Hans, Fish, Lucky, Ranjay, Raditi, Rod, Golani, Temba, Gail, Ray, Anthony, Anthony, Nick, Temba, Kal, Mahungu, Eldred, Uwe, Lynn Award. Lynn is the latest and Lynn um, is in Port Alfred. Lynn, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. We ran away from Pretoria to here, and I can tell you it's the best decision we ever made. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, Nico. From the horse's mouth, so to speak. Okay, Nico, what's the okay, question Lynn. for Lynn? Uh, Lynn, your question is simple. Which one of the following does not fit? So there are five, uh, four choices. One of them does not fit. Just hold on to tell her. I can hardly hear you. Can you just speak a little louder? Okay. Okay, so which one of the following does not fit? Um, is it side assist, blind spot warning, lane change assist, or lane departure warning? Which one of those four does not fit? fit? Can you, side assist, side blind... Hello? Side, side assist? Bl- blind spot warning, lane change assist, or lane departure warning? So just read, read those three again. Side assist, blind spot warning. Yes, okay, so I'll go again. Which one of the following does not fit? Side assist, blind spot warning. What, what's that first word? Or, side. or lane departure warning. Okay, side assist, blind spot warning. The third one is? Lane change assist. Yeah. Or lane departure warning. Okay, so there you have it, Lynn. Side assist, blind spot warning, 
lane change assist or lane departure warning. One of them does not fit. Which one is it? It is lane departure. Lynn, who's helping you there? I'm hearing a little whisper. Like a husband. Like a ghostly, like a ghostly. Lane departure warning. Lane departure warning. Nico? Okay, so let's put it out to everybody else. Michelle, let's, um, so I'm not going to give the answer yet. Let's see. Um, we'll put it yes, out can to I the ask, Can we'll... I ask Nico a question? What's the question? No. Right. My it's, husband it's, has it's a lady these, in yeah? My husband has a lady in his life. When he brought her in, I was very jealous of her. She's a duchess. Her name is Catherine. What <laughs> car is she? <laughs> I don't know. No idea. <laughs> She's a duchess, a Catherine duchess, but she's a car. And what car? We'll put that out to our listeners as well. Maybe they know as well. Maybe they know. Okay. Right. So, we, so we, we're going to let you know, Lynn, at the end of the show, if you are, are uh, still on that list or if you lose to someone else. And uh, the question that Nico asks in the 52-week challenge, Nico, you can ask it one more time. Okay, which one does not fit? Side assist, blind spot warning, lane change assist, or lane departure warning. Okay, and we have Lynn saying lane departure warning, whispering like a ghostly whisper, her husband in the background <laughs> telling her what it is. So, Nico, we have a question here from Sandy in Cape Town saying she's looking yes. to buy a medium SUV around 300000 and she's had um, the following uh, recommended to her the Hyundai Creta, the Hyundai Venue, the Mazda CX3, the VW T Cross, the Renault Capture, and she's um, trading in a 2003 Jeep Cherokee. And she thought she'd uh, maybe get your input and suggestions. Okay, I, I think those are all good choices. If you look at the popular ones, on the top of the list would be the Volkswagen T Cross. It's actually quite a, a, a popular car and is doing quite well. And second probably would be the venue. Um, I would say out of those cars, for me, the one that's the best value or what I would look at first is actually the T-Cross. I think it's a great car. It, it, it's good looking. It has um, very good specification um, and, a, and a punchy little small engine. So that's where I would start. But I definitely wouldn't discount the Mazda as well. The Mazda is also a, a pretty good choice. So my choice would be the, the Volkswagen. But the venue or the, the Mazda, are, all of those cars are actually good choices. So I would suggest you go test drive then because at the end of the day, um, you've got to drive the car. I, I get that often where people say, well, I'm looking at this car or this car or a family member says, don't take this car, or rather take that car. But at the end of the day, you have to drive the car. And all those cars are good choices. So definitely what I suggest, go to the manufacturer, find out exactly what the prices are, um, what are the details, what will you get for your trade in, um, and then test drive the cars. See what they feel like when you're driving. Which one do you feel more comfortable with the controls and where everything sits and the way the car drives? And look at the boot if, if the practicality is important. But And that's how I would, would attempt or would look at this. Because they're all good cars and you can't go wrong. And the best one is to drive and then buy the one you'd like. So, also, so I'm not sure if you're in a smaller town. Sorry, one more thing, Michelle. Just If there's a dealership, that also helps. So... Make sure you have a dealership in your town. You don't have to yeah. go to another town or far away because if you're in a small town and there's not a dealership close, look at the one with the closest dealership because when you have to service, you don't want to drive 
100 to 400 kilometers or whatever to go service the car. So that also is a factor when you buy the car. Okay, so just to note that, um, Sandy, you've been given out of five cars, Nico suggesting the Hyundai Venue, the Mazda CX-3, or the VWT Cross. So those seem like three really uh, good cars to go and test drive and uh, maybe test it out. Don't forget, uh, the question is side assist, blind spot warning, lane change assist, or lane departure warning. You are competing basically against Lynn, uh, who's also competing because we don't know for sure uh, if she's correct. And the answer will be noted at the end. But you're welcome to SMS your answer to us, which is 41391 41391 or WhatsApp us on 0614104107, 0614104107. That, of course, is also the WhatsApp number for you to send your voice uh, intro to the uh, competition of uh, 8,400 rand as part of our birthday celebrations. Nico, what's up? Okay, so this is, I, I first have a few small snippets that I found quite interesting. The first one is that uh, manufacturers are looking at the door closing sounds uh, and the, the sound of car makes. Because apparently, that is manipulates your brain when you close the door. So in other words, when you close the door and it has a solid sound, immediately you feel that this is a good, well-built car. Yeah. Where if you close the door and it has sort of a, a cheap, clunky sound, um, your brain says, well, this isn't a well-built car. Even though it might not necessarily be true, because, you know, when you're closing a door, you have metal on metal and there's some seals as well that, that help with the closing sound. The manufacturers are actually spending a lot of time um, researching engines uh, or door sounds when they close. That's so interesting. And then making sure that when you close the door, it actually has a solid sound because that gives you the impression that the car is well-built and good quality. So, okay. So this isn't – and the reason I'm finding this interesting is because the other day we were walking and this, you know, one of those um, BMW electric cars came by very silently. And one of the things I was thinking about was how the sound of a car makes one think certain things about a car. And so, you know, the electric car doesn't make any sound at all. So you kind of go, is this like a good car, whatever the case may be. So you've kind of like, it's it's kind of linked to that. Exactly. It is. Um, and by the way, just interestingly enough, I'm driving an electric car now, which I will review next week. Oh. So I'm actually busy driving. I'm driving an electric car right now, which is really interesting because, um, of course, exactly as you say, it's quiet. Um, you, your passengers are blown away because they, they just, it's, it's like somebody's pushing the car down the driveway when you pull away. There's no sound. You're normally expecting some noises to go with this. Um, and you, as you cruise, if you're uh, cruising on the highway, there's no sound. You have some wind noise um, past the mirrors. Yeah. And, that's, and you have some tire, of course, you have tire noise because now, now the things that normally you don't hear, you start hearing those sounds. So the biggest thing then actually becomes uh, sound around the mirrors and the, the, the sound that the tires make on the road. And actually, I'm, you get different types of tires that some are quiet on the road and some are actually are more noisy. And if you look at um, tires that help fuel consumption, they might actually be a bit more noisy. Um, so that also has to do with the compound of the rubber. So when manufacturers are making um, electric cars, they, they then start saying, okay, what are the other things that are making noise that we now have to eliminate um, that people start hearing? Okay, um, are, you allowed, it, are you allowed to tell us what this electric car is? Um, Yes, of course. I'm driving. It's um, it's a e- Volkswagen E Golf. 
So yeah. it's a Golf, but it's an electric Golf. So it's, it's the Volkswagen e-Golf. And we'll talk about that next week, and, and I'll tell you what my experience is, is with the e-Golf. Um, but exactly what you said about the sound, the sound is, is actually very important for manufacturers um, and, and what the car sounds like. And manufacturers are sometimes known for the sound. If you look at BMW, they're known for a straight six. And the sound that straight six, the straight six engines make. Um, Porsche is known for the Boxster engine uh, and the, 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 that distinct sound that the Boxster engine makes. Um, and then, um, unfortunately, there's also, on, on talking about sound, there's a, a negative of sound, which is turbo cars. Um, because manufacturers um, are making more and more turbo cars because the, the thing with turbo cars is you can have a smaller engine and you can have it perform like a bigger engine. Yeah. But the turbo car, to an extent, the sound is uh, quieter than a, what we call a normally aspirated car, a car that doesn't have a turbo. So if you look at a turbo car, it tends to be quieter than a car without a turbo. So if you look at supercars, for instance, where the cars that stand out um, and are really known as the last of the breed is the Audi R8 and uh, the um, L- um, Lamborghini Huracan, because they are the last of the supercars that are naturally aspirated. In other words, they don't have a turbo, and they're up to 8,000 RPM, and they sound great. So manufacturers with turbo cars are then making other plans, so they tend to have other things and other sounds added to the cars. Um, some people know, uh, for instance, they know the GTI is a Vrpa. I don't know if you've heard this. this, yes. um, this yeah, so the Vrpa is a GTI, because that's a drop of fuel that ignites, um, and that actually helps to get that uh, sound in the car. I even know of manufacturers that have speakers in the exhaust of the car. It literally is a speaker to, to give you a, a sporty sound. Um, so there's actually a lot of uh, interesting engineering that goes with car sounds and to make cars sound more sportier. Um, and, of course, with all of that, there's also limitations on the, the, the how loud your car can be. So um, you're not uh, allowed to go above a certain decibel. Otherwise, the car will not be approved for the country. Um, really? And then you even get, uh, yes. So in other words, if, if the car is, is homologated, um, if its noise needs to be below a certain level because otherwise it's too noisy when it's driving down the neighborhood. Yeah. You even get cars with buttons with, with flaps in the exhaust. So you, you have a flap in the exhaust, and when you press it, it would open and close, and that would change the sound of the car. So what you're getting is, you're getting a comfort mode for instance, where the car is driving quite softly. And when you press the sport mode, the, the flap would change and the car would sound more sporty. So a lot of engineering actually does. It's really quite interesting, the engineering that goes into the sounds that a car makes. So, so here's my question then, is that what is the... Um, what is the, the, the level of sound that cars or even motorbikes are allowed to make? Okay, so I don't know the decibel level. Um, but, uh, that I definitely know, don't know. Um, so, but the cars can get sort of quite loud. I know that you can also, people, of course, modify their cars. So um, even manufacturers, um, if you get uh, uh, exhaust systems, so you, get a, you can get a performance exhaust that adds a bit of performance but also changes the sound. Um, a lot of the manufacturers also would say, do you want a sport exhaust option on your car? And the sport exhaust would change the sound. Um, but definitely some people modify cars and they make a huge racket. And when you start it in the morning, everybody is awake and the kids are crying and the dogs are barking. So, um, of course, when you modify those, then nobody's testing the exhaust. But it, I know it can be quite frustrating in some motorbikes as well. People tend to modify those and they make a, 
quite a loud noise. But definitely there is legislation yeah. around how large, large the car must be, even around race taxi, interestingly enough. Um, the, if you look at SWAT groups of Okailami, there's legislation about how many days um, of the year they can have race meetings and uh, how loud those would be. And even when we were testing, and remember when we were testing the race car at Kailami, um, yeah. it was in, in, in the middle of the week. And they had somebody, somebody coming with something that they held at the back of the exhaust to see if the car was loud enough or too loud that you couldn't go out in the week and test the car. Wow. Jeez, that's, that's absolutely amazing. Um... Okay. So there's a lot of engineering that goes into car sounds. And, of course, there's a lot of manufacturers that have distinct sounds. I actually... One of our quizzes, I actually had a distinct car sound, but I thought it was going to be too easy. So I canned it because I thought everybody would guess this one because the car is so distinct. I wonder if Ndosh still has it, but um, it was quite a distinct sound. If you heard it, you wouldn't know what it was. Maybe she can show you if she has it well, or we'll play she, it next she, week. She, we'll play it next week because we've got to then hunt it down in uh, a large okay. selection of, of, of things. There's a question okay. here from William saying, which one is a good choice between the 2.7 VVTI and the 2.8D double cab buckies, automatic Toyota? Oh, um, if you're going for, 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 for the bucky, the popular one would be the diesel. Um, so the, the 2.7 petrol or 2.8 diesel, um, when it comes down to popularity, it's always going to be the diesel. Why? Um, and I would go. Why do, even, why do buckies the, always go for diesel? Because the thing with the diesel is your fuel consumption is actually pretty good. Um, it's not as good as a car, but when you compare the petrol versus the diesel, the diesel is much lighter. So the first thing is the diesel is lighter compared to the petrol. Also, what you have with the diesel is you've got very nice low-down torque. So that means that when you're loading the diesel with people or you're towing a caravan, it tows much better. So um, the, um, because of the torque, in other words, the way the engine works and delivers the, the power, um, it's much easier. It's, it's better at towing, and yeah. it's also uh, better when it's loaded with people in it. So um, that's why diesels are preferred. And personally, uh, ten out of ten, I take the diesel as well. Um, if you li- if you don't like a diesel car, you don't like the sound, then you could go for the petrol. And there's one interesting one. If you live in a place that's very cold, my cousin lives in Sutherland, and in winter, um, when it's so cold that it snows outside, it actually will the diesel will freeze. So the diesel will actually, um, the, you won't be able to start the car. In the tank, it, it becomes like a, a thick soap, and you won't be able to start the car. So that could be maybe the one time where the petrol would make sense. But if you're reselling, the diesel is always going to be more, more popular as well to resell. Okay, fantastic. So, Nico, we're going to go into your um, question, which was, if you look at side assist, blind spot warning, lane change assist, lane departure warning, which one does not belong there? And that's the mm-hmm. question that you asked. Now, Linny said Port Alfred, and then there's just a stream of people saying side assist. Um, okay, yes. Linny from Port Alfred said lane departure warning. Temp also said lane departure warning. And then everybody else says side assist. Really? That's interesting. Okay, well, are we going to let it go a little bit more while I tell you the answer? Tell us the answer. The answer... Oh, wait. um, Don't tell us the answer because we want to go for something. This.
<laughs> so what's that? Play it again. Yes, play it again. I won't. I know what that is. Play that again. Just so everybody okay, can hear play it again. Okay. Let's see. Let's see if we have, we have got a, yeah, we've got four minutes. Let's see who guesses that right. No, we, we, we've got too many things coming in, pal. Stop it. You're like making me, okay. I'm going backwards, forwards. <laughs> what the hell? I've got the competition. Okay. I've got your competition. Oh, you've, you've got many things. Just okay. open it oh. up. Okay, what is it? Okay. It's obvious. Okay, so, uh, it is. I know. It, of course. Did, did you know what it is? Or did yeah, you know it's a name? beetle. It's a beetle, man. It's a beetle. Yes, you, well, can, you can uh, hear that car well a mile away. Hey? That's exactly. That's why I didn't do it as a quiz because it was just so, so easy. I thought everybody would get this one. It was so, just too easy. So did everybody get? Um, is it side assist or lane departure warning? No, actually, Lynn's husband should have his name now on the list because Lynn's <laughs> husband is correct. Lane departure warning is actually the right answer. Lynn, but I think it should go. It should go to her husband, not Lynn. Okay, I agree. The, the answer in the ear. We'll ha- I know we heard him whispering like a ghost in the night. Like- <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. So, what actually it is, and just let me um, clarify the answer. Yeah. Um, a, a blind spot system has two radar sensors that look backwards. Yeah. And effectively, they look at a car in your blind spot. So, when you're driving, they see is there a car in your blind spot? And they would warn you either with a light on the side of the mirror or a light on the inside of the mirror. So the system actually tells you there's a car on the blind spot and warns you. Yeah. Side assist is a blind spot monitoring system that so tells you there's a car on the blind spot. Yeah. Blind spot warning, the name says it, is telling you there's a car on the blind spot. Lane change assist is basically the same thing, but it's, it's just saying it in a different way, saying when you change the lane, I'll assist you by telling you there's a car on the blind spot. So the first three aren't exactly the same thing. Lane departure warning is the one that is different because that's the one that says you are straying out of your lane. So when you are driving, that actually uses a camera that looks forward into the lanes. So when you're driving, it looks at the road markings and the lanes. It sees them very clearly. The car then would add some steering input for you. Um, on Some cars would have steering input. Some cars just would have... I know it actually has steering input plus a, um, a vibrating function. So when you're driving, the car would steer to keep you in the lane. When you then get to the white line, it will actually vibrate the steering wheel to say, hey, be careful, you're going over the lane. So lane departure <laughs> warning is the one that keeps you in the lane. And side assist, blind spot warning, and lane change assist are actually all the same thing, just with three different names. So there we have it. So uh, Lynn's husband is called Charlie. And uh, Charlie... Ah. Oh no. <laughs> is the winner for next week. So it becomes the Lucky Ellen, Roger, Roger, Polly, Temba, Hans, Jet, Crew, Ian, Hans, Fish, Lucky, Ranjay, Raditi, Rod, Golani, Temba, Gail, Ray, Anthony, Anthony, Nick, Temba, Kalma, Hungu, Aldred, Uwe, Lynn, Charlie, Award. So, Charlie, we get you on the line. Lynn, you know, if, if, if Charlie hadn't been whispering so loudly, we would have thought that you had it right. But sadly... It's Charlie who takes the cake <laughs> on this one. <laughs> oh, dear. I love it. Well done, Lynn, for the last week. And Charlie, well done for next week. Nico, we'll speak to you then. 
Thank you. Have a lovely weekend for that. You too, mister. Don't forget, Petrol Head back again next week. And don't forget, after 9 o'clock, we're going to go into our 84-year-old 8,400 rand giveaway. You could be the caller of the week, then becoming a finalist. You have to be a tourist guide to your small town, your village, your dorpy. And you can WhatsApp us your message. And it's got to be audio right now, 0614-104-107. It's 9 o'clock. It's time for the news.